Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Uh, we're going to do the rest. If you for a second, say, what's the rest? Uh, what, what? I'm sorry. Uh, what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain. Whatever's got you tossing, turning, you know, whatever your brain is bugging you about or you're worrying about or trying to figure out. That's one thing. It's like trying to figure out stuff at bedtime. It's like trying to put together IKEA furniture when you're drunk. It just doesn't work. So, you know, do it another time. Yeah, but putting IKEA furniture together sober doesn't really work. It's like, you know, that sucks. I guess, yeah, if you're going to put it, there should be some sexual relationship if you're going to be putting together Ikea furniture is sober but anyway this I'm distracted because I'm trying to distract you I'm going to talk I'm going to tell a story and I'm going to try to distract all those racing part of your brains I call them brain bots I call them I I make up other uh, terms that have been they say well don't you psychiatrists call me they say hey don't use that term it's uh and I say, I'm not a professional. And they say, well, geez, uh, I'm working on a book called uh, Psychoanalyze something. Oh, no, that was a dream. But basically, this is a podcast where I talk. And you say, well, you say, well, I'm going to kind of listen to this guy. He's like, well, he's not bad. His voice is like uh, not irritating. It's uh, not grating. It's just kind of like, well, uh. so you listen to me. Your brain bots or whatever the racing parts of your brain that say we got to figure out how we're going to put together this IKEA furniture while we try to go to sleep, or we got to pr- plan something way more complicated, like some sort of life change, or the logistics of a move, or something. Anything involving spreadsheets does not, uh, you know, it should not be be, be handled at bedtime. Or anything like, well, geez, I should just make it, or to-do lists. So if some part of your brain's like, if you have two things in your brain, say, well, geez, I'm the spreadsheet brain, and I'm the to-do list brain. For some reason, they haven't teamed up. As soon as you lie down, they're like, hey, uh, remember you said you were going to, are we going to use open office or Windows, whatever the hell number it's at, or something else? And then you say, well, geez, what about pages or numbers or whatever the hell Apple calls it? And you say, hey, guys, I'm trying to sleep. And then they say, excuse me, uh, primary procedure, parliamentary procedure here. I'm the to-do list guy. I got some uh, items I want to go over with you that you haven't done. So that's it might happen to you when you go to bed. It happens to me even when I'm, not, <laughs> even when I'm awake, but it intensifies when I go to sleep. So I'm going to try to just talk. In a way more soothing way than I'm. I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to hit, hit, take it from crazy person, which is the gear I'm in now. And I'm going to downshift into, you know, moderately boring guy. And I'm going to tell a story. It's going to go on and on. But you, you know, it was, believe it or not, the spreadsheet guy and the to-do list guy, they're going to be looking at each other right before, right, like they're at the foot of your bed. And they're like, hey, uh, we we got to get ready. Uh, and they say, wait a second, did you hear something? Did you hear a guy talking? I think he said he was going to be talking about Playmobil later. And then the spreadsheet guy's like, oh, are you kidding me? Do you know how many uh, Playmobil-related spreadsheets I've been wanting to work on? Well, let's listen to this guy. You know, they'll start listening to me. Meanwhile, you can kind of listen to me. Let, let me take those, those guys' attention off of you. And you fall asleep. But I'll keep going on. I'll talk for an hour or so. But you fall asleep. That's how this podcast works. I can barely, I don't even, I don't know if I can make sense of that introduction. But we don't need to. It's a counterintuitive thing. Uh, Just like it's counterintuitive on the other side. You say, hey, I'm trying to go to sleep. Why does my brain kick its activity up? It's it's counterintuitive because the parts of your brain that are kicking up their activity there's some sort of amdabla, gabla, or whatever they call the amdigula, uh, metacarpal, whatever that part of your brain is, the survival brain. They're trying to help you survive, but they, they're counter, they don't know what the hell they're doing. 
So they say, oh, it's quiet. We better uh, kick our agendas in. We got a, you know, exclusive time to pitch our agendas here. Meanwhile, the key to your survival is getting a good night's sleep. And uh, I'll go even one step further. The key to you maybe having a little bit of fulfillment, a little bit of joy in your life, or a spreadsheet brain forbid, you know, helping somebody else out, putting a little smile on their face, if you're rested, it's way more likely to happen. And I don't, so I don't understand you. I believe me, if I could, you know, if the way, obviously there's no degree for this because I, you know, I would have got an F. They would have said, well, we graded your, uh, or your introduction that you're doing right now, we're going to give you a negative F. And I would say an F minus, and they say, no, 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 a negative F. It's worse than F minus. And I would say, well, what if we add a negative S with a negative S, F? And they said, did you say negative S? That's a, that, and they said, yeah, you probably get that too, negative satisfactory. And I'd say, yeah, but if we multiply them or add them together, I remember, then it makes a positive. And they would say, next person. So that's the podcast. Two negatives making a positive, maybe. But we're on the web. I can tell you that much. Sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you can get a hold of me. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can post on the website. Great place to get a hold of me, Twitter and Facebook. And you can see other people. You can chat with them. You can say, hey, they... Uh, they think you're mildly amusing, too. Uh, that's interesting. We share a common bond or something. I don't know, but you can get a hold of me. I'd love to hear from you. I've been hearing some amazing stories, amazing people out there that listen to the podcast. I'm glad I'm here. Sleep with me. I said, what else was I supposed to talk about? Oh, if you can review and rate us in iTunes, that'd be a huge lift. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, that that helps us people find the podcast. If you can subscribe in iTunes or in another podcatcher, the podcast will come straight to you. And then you say, uh, hey, it's there. Let me listen to it. So that's it. I don't know. I think I probably had other stuff I was supposed to talk about, but I'm glad you're here. I hope I help you fall asleep. Okay, thank you. So I'm going to Chris Posty posters in from Sounds Like an Earful who does our music. Uh, Sir Scotty, Lady Jennifer, who do our artwork. I want to thank the defenestrator who I heard from. I haven't heard if he's chaotic neutral. Or he may just be straight chaotic. I don't know. Is that a chaotic chaotic maybe? You know, no. well, wrestler probably has a low armor class. Is it called armor class? I think it is. Uh, I want to thank Beth, Julie, Tara, and Antonia, who I heard from on Facebook. I want to thank my buddy Josh P., who sent me a nice email. I want to thank Hack 1341 who put a nice comment on YouTube about the podcast. I want to thank Denise, who recommended the podcast to someone uh, who probably who's, who's fighting to free someone's name. I don't want to out them in case they don't listen to the podcast. I want to thank the Silvertone, who seemed like he was recommending the podcast to some people. I want to say hi to Tanya, Kathleen, words or words, Libby. I don't know how Libby's transatlantic flight went. Uh, Babs, defenestrator again. And I want to say hi to Pretzel Bush, who, thank goodness, I was worried I let Pretzel Bush down, who, who still to this day has left me my favorite review. No, this isn't to take away from anybody else's review. But Pretzel Bush was just having a little fun, which I suspected. But then they said, well, maybe Pretzel Bush has got Pretzel Bush twisted up in a pretzel knot because of Tim, you know, they're a huge Tim Curry fan. And maybe they have some extra sensitivity to stroke. I have two people, you know, close to me that family members suffer recent strokes. So I know it's a painful thing. But, you know, Pretzel Bush, they, they've changed their iTunes review, said, hey, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm, you know, they say, you know, the Pretzel Bush still loves the podcast, so that's good and funny. And I didn't even know that was allowed. So if you guys were being joking around on the iTunes reviews, great idea, Pretzel Bush. Great idea like that. I didn't realize you could have it be interactive like that and have a little fun. So that's cool. I'm going to have to go look at the person that said we were the worst thing on the Internet, and then they said they were sleep or insomnia. 
if that one's still on there. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, everybody else that's gotten a hold of me and supporting me. Uh, a little mini announcement. As I get ready for the T-shirts, I want to put it out there. One of the T-shirts is going to say sleep with me on the front and then in, you know, different certain size letters. And then either have the web address or just the podcast that puts you to sleep uh, in, you know, smaller letters where people will be like, whoa, are you some sort of, uh, I don't know, maybe people will take it the wrong way. But this is what we talked about at the meetup. I want to put it out there, all of you, if you want to submit an idea for this T-shirt, like, because I'm not good at picking fonts or anything, send me an idea for the Sleep With Me T-shirt that just says Sleep With Me and then maybe the podcast that puts you to sleep in smaller letters. And I'll give you a free T-shirt if I pick your, your, your idea. The only caveats would be it has to be some open source font. Because I know some fonts can be owned and copyrighted, and we don't want to infringe on any copyrights if we're going to be printing T-shirts and selling them for money. And obviously, you have to, you know, you have to risk me saying, "Well, I don't know, you know, next time," or maybe that didn't work. Or, but yeah, send me your idea. I'd love to see all the ideas. Maybe we could vote on it. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe no one will. I don't know. But if you're a big font fan and you say, "Well, I, I'm good at picking out text." That would look good on a T-shirt. By all means, send me something, and I will buy you a T-shirt in in whatever size you wish, as long as you know, as long as it's whatever. I don't know the options yet, but I'd love to pick one that you guys, one of you guys, came up with. Especially since I don't know. I'm like, well, I don't know. Is Times New Roman? Is that that's probably owned by Microsoft or Bill Gates? But, yeah, so send me an idea for what font and how you want it spaced and all that for the T-shirt. And if it goes on the T-shirt, I'll I'll give you a T-shirt in exchange for your idea. All right, thanks for listening, and uh, I hope I help you fall asleep once again. All right, so it's uh, Rending Ritter Ruse Day. It's uh, Sunday night or Sunday evening. It is about 5.49, so by the time we get to this, it'll be about 5.50. We're, we're, we're streaming this live on Periscope here. I got the official RN of the podcast. I got my friend from Italy. I got Japost chatting it up out here. But I'm going to fire up Reddit, and we're going to do a, a rending, Ritter, rending Ritter Reditation, and it's taken forever. But I was thinking about toys lately. I said, what are we, you know, what are we going to do? And then I remember that I've gotten a lot of requests. I know Kathy C. was mostly said, hey, what about some kind of walking tour? I miss those. And you guys really responded to the uh, uh, recipe episode. So I said, well, um, I mean, I said, okay, well, let me do another walking tour. Should I do a walking So you, you'll be surprised. Okay, so I got ready. So I'm going to pause and I'm going to take these screenshots. It's uh, 5.50. Uh, 5.50 in the p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, May 17th. All right, so I got the screenshots done. And I was so, so like I said, I was thinking about uh, toys. And then I was thinking about what toys I loved playing with. Now, as an adult, <laughs> as a person of adult age... I like playing with toys still. I don't always get... If I have toys to play with, it doesn't always... The opportunity doesn't come up. I said, well, geez, I'll play with some toys here. But I don't purchase toys for myself. Like, I know there's adults that buy their own toys. Uh, so some, you know, they, they, they buy them as collections. I think that's what Toy Story 2 was about. And some people buy them to play with them. It's like weird the toys that you remember the most, and I can't remember all the toys. But I said, well, geez, I remember this one Fisher-Price ambulance I had. And it wasn't the freaking, I think it was made by Fisher-Price, but it wasn't the little Fisher-Price guys that are like that, you know, like two inches big. It was actually like Fisher-Price guys that were the same size as uh, G.I. Joe and Star Wars. And it had, like, doors. It was a really cool toy. I don't know when I got it. Probably when I was, like, 14. 
But it, I said, but Jesus, it's like it, it fits G.I. Joe guys. It fits Star Wars guys. It fits uh, Transformers wouldn't fit in there. But they could uh, ride on the top, obviously. Uh, but as far as like Fisher-Price back then, they made a hell of a toy because this thing lasted me longer than most of my other toys. And, uh, you know, bathtubs, outdoors, indoors, rainstorms. I don't know if I ever brought it out in the snow, which I'd probably regret. But so that's where we'll take a we'll take a leap now. I want you to uh, close your eyes if they're not closed already, and I want you to uh, you'll bring your attention to your feet because your feet are slowly being enveloped in uh, shoes made for comfort. Uh, I want you to think about. Uh, your feet are covered in shoes, comfort-level shoes, possibly by a, a, a joy of feet or a buster of browns or just a general general maker, almost like they offer cushions and support. And then you feel yourself, you're, you're standing in these shoes, and you say, geez, I'm waiting for someone. Where I feel like I'm in a, uh, I'm in a, a one of those, it's not an air, it's like an airlock. And I'm going through the doors. I feel carpet on my feet. I, geez, I feel like I've traveled through space and time. Because you have. And as your uh, head clears, you see a, a palm tree. You say, is that an artificial palm? Is that a, one of those spider plants that cleans the air? And you say, well, I'm going to sit, sit, well, let me regain my equilibrium. I'm going to sit here next to this palm. On this, uh, whatever this planter is, and uh, I'm going to wait. And they say, well, hey, hey, it's you. Hey, uh, you. I remember you. You were in the... Uh, the Fairmount Flyers Walking Club, weren't you with me? Back before we, you know, we were carried off of Earth, and then weren't we? In, were you a member of the uh, that space station walking club? What did I call it? I think I, when I look at you and I think about, you know, you're, you're a beautiful person, but when I, I I get the smell of Hickory Farms in my nose, which you're already laughing and also feeling uncomfortable, I can see that. Because the smell of hickory farms, of cheese and summer sausage, processed, so they neither resemble cheese nor summer sausage. Is is but but I'd say I'm just kidding. But I wish I, I wish I was just kidding. But now I can't get that smell out of my head. Let me. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the head of this new walking club. This is our first day. We're in the beta walking club. This is that's what we call ourselves. The betas. I'm going to walk around, and I'll be right back. Hi, I'm back. I just walked around. It took me one, two, three steps. I'm back. And uh, I'm glad to see you again. I said, well, you know, after everything that happened with the space station, and again, they said, I was cleared of all charges. Well, they don't have a, it ends up, they don't have an international space court set up yet. So I said, well, what, you can't charge me with anything. And I said, you know, in some countries, uh, unintentional destruction of a space station because of, uh, you know, saying, well, I just want to see what happens when I hit those buttons at the same time, isn't a crime because it's called, uh, you know, I think it's experimentation is the mother of invention. I I think, and I said, which I just wanted to see what would happen. I didn't know why would you put, you know, and they said, it said, don't touch either button, and you touched both. I said, right, exactly. Why wasn't the uh, language on the warning sticker uh, more clear? And they said, well, that was in a locked, it said no access, and it had your picture on it and said, for you. And I said, well, live and learn, I guess, for the next space station. But, you know, they relocated us that planet. It's so boring on that planet. And remember, they said, well, that was an accident, how I came up with this thing that saved humanity, the tactile. You know, someone else wrote a book about it and took the claim for it. But it was my thing, the tactile solution, they called it, where I said, all this activity in space, we need more tactile things. Digital's fine. 
but we need a little mall to walk. And then it said, you know, then that, that person took credit for it, and then they ended up uh, not understanding some things. And then they relocated us to the board, and they said, well, that tactile guy was crazy, so he's probably wrong. And then they said, well, geez, you know, now humanity's having trouble re- reproducing. Humanity's having trouble reproducing. And so they said, well, geez, and they called me back, and they said, uh, Please don't touch anything. They said, you know, you're not under arrest, but we're going to keep you in handcuffs. And I said, could I keep the handcuffs? And they said, for what? And I said, well, I don't know. This is a, they're cool. Space handcuffs. Are these made from a space material? And they said, anyway, you know, we, we've got an emergency here. You know, we, they said, have you heard about the procreation problems? And I said, have you heard about my procreation problems? Because there's no procreation really related activity because you guys you know isolated me you said i'm and they said well we need you to save humanity again accidentally or however you do it you know because we we, you know we're, we're willing to try anything and i know you must be confused you know all this traveling through space and time you say how old are we you know why is this and you might be thinking in your head is this what i have i become sisyphus is it my job to just transfer from time to time, walking a mall with a, a, a madman who just talks to me in the most calming, pleasant voice ever? Or is it a wonderful dream? You know, or can I just pretend it's a wonderful dream? Because that's what my last partner uh, said uh, before she jettisoned, you know, out the airlock. But I'd say to you, you know, we've got a big mission ahead of us. We need to save humanity once again. And they said, what are we going to do? And I said, well, I, I said, we need more walking. One, clearly one of the solutions to procreation-based uh, decline is walking. And partner-based walking, you know, where where you're walking with other people, you have a walking buddy, where you have a walking buddy, you know, where you can develop friendships and talk about what's going on with you is an important thing. And they said, no, 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 we, we they said, get to the more expensive, big, and they, they said, uh, so I have a little surprise for you. I, I, I drew them up. I, I, I did a diorama. They said, uh, you know, tell us what you want and we'll, we'll build it with the last of humanity's supplies. This will be it. And I said, really, was this is it? And, and I, they said, and I said, at some point they say, well, this guy's delusional. You might be saying that. This is just a walking club, the beta walking club. Can we get to the walking already? And I would say, yeah, I'm not a religious man, but I, I, I'd like to think uh, my grandpa recently passed. He, he gave me a heavenly fist bump for clearing, clearing his old browser history before my mom found it. And grandpa... He had a thing for a nude Smurfs. And I say, say, Grandpa, that's not socially acceptable, the, the things with Smurfs. And he said, it's all dog. And I said, well, Mom's going to freak out. And, uh, oh, that was hundreds of years ago, I guess, across. Never mind. Don't listen to me. So this is the new walking. They, they, they wanted to call it something so boring. The new walking, walking, uh, Industrial walking facility, I think they wanted walking complex. We went through other back and forth. They said, well, we're walking emporium. How about that? And I said, a walking emporium is more like a store where you, uh, you, uh, you know, buy walking related stuff. It's not a place to walk. It's a place to walk into and around. But that's much different than walking like we're, we're going to do here, walking the mall. And you might you might say to yourself, you know, you might say as we start to walk, you might say, "Oh boy, am I making am I partnering up? Is my walking partner is this a bad idea with the history, with Earth and the space station and all that?" You might say, "This is the awkward moment when you know Satan is a perfectly acceptable option for your kids." And I'd say, "Well, what does that mean? You mean I'm not a bad person? I'm just unintended consequences." Satan's much more devious than me. 
I'm more like the guy that, you know, what do they call that thing? Like one of those things that gets in somewhere and does a bunch of chaos. I'm like a chaos, not Satan, okay? And yeah, maybe if my chaos saves humanity, it saves humanity. And let's start walking because we're still in the old-fashioned mall. This is where we, they, we, I called it the comfort development zone. This looks like our old Fairmount Fair Mall where we just walk. And stores look like they're closed because they're just, uh, you know, ju just uh, fake. And uh, you, you say, well, Jesus, familiar. I'm, I'm feeling comfortable. And I know in the back of your mind you're saying to yourself, is this all some sort of computer-generated uh, virtual reality world because this guy has a crush on me? And he's drawn me in this, so I think he's coming up with a solution to save humanity, but really on the space station we've always been on. Or or maybe I'm still at the, the 1980s shopping mall, and, I've you know, there's some sort of ether gas leak. One or the, the other, is this just some sort of, you know, play he's putting on to impress me? And I would say, uh, oh, here comes our first stop, and you might be looking as the mall disappears to a giant sky. They would say, is that a real sky? I'd say, no, it's not a real sky. We're inside of a giant facility, a walking facility of my design, based on a diorama of my design, of which I ate 40% of the diorama one time because I said, geez, that's such a wonderful magenta. I wonder what it tastes like. And then I said, that is a neon lime green. I wonder if there's any lime in there. But that's not important. That's not, so the sky you see, it looks like it carries on forever. It's a blue sky. But you say, what's well, bluer than Earth blue? Uh, it's different than the blue moon we can see from the, uh, the space station we used to be on. It's a brilliant blue. And it makes me feel like I'm almost in a cartoon world. Well, you are. Because I want to welcome you. To the, well, it's beta. We're the beta walkers, so I don't have a name for this walking land yet, other than walking land. And you'll see coming up on the right, it's a farmhouse. And you say, geez, that looks just like a Playmobil playset I may have had as a kid if I was super rich or bought, bought toys at garage sales or had a rich friend whose house I went over to play. And I'd say it is a, a Playmobil playset. It's the farmhouse. I don't know the exact number, probably 9807 or 3621. I know they number their place sets. But you, I want you to go ahead and look around. And you might, you might go ahead and ask me. Go ahead and wonder. You say, did I shrink down to get placed in this place set? Or did I get, did the place set, is this a giant place set? And I would say, Sit with that question, because the scientists refuse to tell me the answer. So if you get any, I don't know if they shrunk us or not. And I, But I left some clues at some point in my diorama, because I said, did they just fix up my diorama? Or did they purchase these toys? If they had a shrink ray, would they really waste it on this walking? Well, if it, if it makes humanity procreate, I'd say they probably would. But you're going to see your first little surprise here. You see around here. There's a little pig bog there. You see that like little wooden, those two pieces of wood, that's where the uh, pigs run and jump off. But in there, have you ever seen a baby camel before? Because they are just the cutest thing. They look to me like a sheep, uh, like a sheep, but, but, but a little bit more camel colored. With it, you say, well, you're just the cutest little sheep. And then, then the baby camel's in there with the pigs. And you'd say, well, that's weird because a baby camel looks real, but the pigs look like toys. What's going on here? I'd say, well, surprise. That is a baby camel. Uh, and you could go ahead and pet it. I, I like to call him Bernie. Bernie the camel. Uh, too innocent for this world. So I put him, I said, put Bernie in the, the play world. And really, I was saying, I was hoping they'd say, well, we would rather keep the camel and have you live in the play world. But they refused to let me live here. I said, why? And they said, because you'll bother the walkers. We, we, You're hired to design the walking terminal. 
but so you can see around. There's so much in this farmhouse. And they say, I said, would children be able to play here? They said, no, this is for adults to tactilely reinvigorate, you know, the need for procreation. We don't under it's a counterintuitive thing. We don't understand why it works. Uh, we don't even know if it works. And you might say to yourself, well, I don't even know if this man's telling the truth or he's making this story up to impress me. Let's say all of it's true. Okay, let's just say that and walk around. This is a grain silo here. You can climb up the ladder. It's got a little funny little cow logo on there. I think that's the logo for the pretend farm. And if we if we walk around this bend around, you can see the tower. I wouldn't climb up there because they say, uh, I don't know the density of Playmobil characters to human. I said, well, there's a weight. You know, it's probably not safe. That's what I'm saying. But you see around here, next up is a movie theater. And it's also a Playmobil movie theater. This was one of the Playmobil sets that was only produced for a brief year. When I think Playmobil, I don't know if they're a Dutch company or somewhere in one of those countries in Northern Europe, I think. Lego's in one. Ikea's in one. And Playmobil's in the other one. And they might, I mean, those the world doesn't exist anymore. But you'd say, well, geez, which country could we trust the most? And we'd say, well, we chose, believe it or not, we have some Lego play, you know, Lego. These aren't play sets, though, because they said you're not allowed to play with them. I said, well, please, just let me play before it opens the beta stage. And they said, no, it's for walking. In fact, these will be stores like your mall. I said, well, what are they going to sell at the farm store? But we we will. They said it would be a farmer's market. They would sell farm, you know, food. And I said, oh, that makes sense. And I said, real food or pretend? They said, real food. And I said, please don't raise your voice at me. I'm trying to uh, do my best here. But you're going to see the next place said it was only sold for a year before, you know, before we relocated humanity to a space station and Playmobil ceased to manufacture toys on Earth. This is the movie theater place said. And it even has a little marquee, and they said this is actually, this will be a working movie theater since it's supposed to be a mall, we're supposed to be walking. And they said, yeah, maybe people will want to go on dates. That would be, they have another doctor. They said we have doctors doing the uh, the hormone and relationship, you know, parts of saving humanity. They said we we, we don't understand the walking and the tactile thing, but you saved humanity once, just do it again. And we'll, you know, just do what you do best. And I said, press buttons that I'm curious. And they said, no, 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 just mall walk. Give us the ideal mall walking place you would create from the ground up. And welcome, so welcome to paradise. So yes, the movie theater, the first movies they're going to show, it's a Korean film festival. You can see there, there's the Korean film chart in English and Korean and then, I don't know, that's some sort of binary code. I don't know that. Or maybe that's the maybe it was the part. I don't know. Or maybe it's the cost. Because I asked them, I said, how much am I going to be paid? Do we have space credits? I, you know, I've been, and they said, be quiet. But so maybe one day, if our walking works, and you say, well, Jesus, guys, we could go to a movie here. And I'd say, you know, you might say, well, what Korean films are, and I say, well, geez, Snowpiercer, okay, and I talk, I love that movie. So maybe we could see that, maybe we could see something new that we haven't heard of or seen before and say, well, geez, we'll be surprised. But let's just keep walking, let's get some walking going, let's skip over this next place set here because it's just like a, there's a cactus, it's just a, a desert very boring. Just cactus. There's a, uh, hey, that's a crab. What's that doing? Okay. Good thing I brought a notebook. Crab in the desert. That's a no good. And there's, yes, some coyotes and some other stuff. I say, I think this was leftover stuff. I said, uh, I said, well, I like a cactus. I'll be honest. I said, well, cactuses are nice. And then we're going into the woods. Now, this is also a Playmobil set. This will be our last Playmobil set for a little while. And you'd say, well, could could we camp in here? Could we, could we camp in this uh, woods? And I would say you could. Uh, I think there'll be opportunities for camping. 
and for 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 uh, for friendship or for whatever or caring. I don't know. Maybe groups will come here. But there's a little cave you see under those pine trees there. There's a little cave down under there, and there's a family of plastic foxes that lives there. Would you like to come get close with me? And oh, you're afraid. Well, I don't think plastic foxes. I don't know if they're animatized. Anima, anima, animanized. They're just plastic, I think. But I guess I don't know. This is I don't even know. Like I said, I don't know if they shrunk us or this is real. So you're right. Well, maybe we'll just stay, keep our distance. But there's also wild boars around there. And you might be thinking to yourself, geez, I'm walking through a Playmobil playset. You know, what happened on Earth? You see, I'm still feeling like uh, unsure. You know, I've been, I remember, yeah, Hickory Farms. I feel like I do smell a little bit like Hickory Farms. I remember walking through a spaceship with you. But what? And I said, remember that one thing that was that UK government quietly passed on new legislation that would exempt, uh, like, the GCHQ police, other intelligence officers for prosecution for hacking into computers and mobile phones. And then, so then, remember then the uh, there was that uh, one, one of those evil geniuses, he was working for some sort of secret, shadowy conspiracy organization, government, you know, new, new, new order or some such thing. And I think he was the one, he said, he, he was a big fan of those Tron movies. And he said, let me see if I could get get into, and similar to what we're doing here, but in a digital sense. That's where things went wrong. He said, well, I, I want to get inside this computer. And he wanted to combine his feet. He said he wanted to be Kyle MacLachlan from Twin Peaks, which I remember that show. And he also wanted to be one of the people from the biker TV show right before the, what was that show called with bikers? And it was, uh, and they were having biker shootouts. And all of a sudden he's in this computer, biker shootouts at Twin Peaks. And somehow that leaked out and I think there was some sort of magnetic swirl. I think that's technically what they called it, a magnetic swirl. And that sucked everyone into the, a large portion of, uh, uh, people into the computers, people that had jobs, they said. Uh, so I don't know if you were, you didn't, maybe, like I didn't have a job, I was at my house. But they said the productive class has been taken from us. I think that's what they said. So I mean, when they said, what about people that work from home? They said, well, they were sucked into their computers. I don't, I don't know. Actually, I, I just made that up. I, I don't read the the news, but that stuff about Twin Peaks was real. And can you imagine being in a Twin Peaks playset? Now, that would be disorienting, so I'm glad we're not. But up here we have, uh, coming up here, on our right, you're going to see the pink and the the red and the turquoise of a sign that says Sweet Shop. And this is the little, little, it's not the littlest sweet shop, it's the only sweet shop here in uh, Playland. Place at Walking Land. Any of those ring a bell to you? No. But you can go in there and, yeah, see, there's plastic people enjoying sweets. Say, well, hi, guys. Hi, is that a pretend shake you're drinking? Hey, let's go in here, and I'll pretend I'm talking to the people. There's a couple on a date here, or maybe they're just friends, and there's a little puppy. And there's a gumball machine, but those are Legos in there, not gumballs. And you'd say, hi, everybody, but no one can talk because everything is a, a, a toy. And see, look at this. This is the shake machine. I'm pulling this, this this black lever here. Nothing's coming out. But they said this will be a real sweet shop, so I don't understand where the sweets would be coming from. But they said not to come in here either. But look, there's a patio out back. And there's more people, pretend, pretend people, but they said real people will be able to eat their sweets and hang out here and have a good time. So I'm just, I'm just glad that I, well, I didn't imagine this because this was just a place that I observed at some time in my, my life. And then I built it in my diorama and they said, what the heck is that pink and turquoise mass? It looks like you just balled up a, 
And they said, that's the sweet shop. And they said, well, luckily we have a hard drive full of images from Earth, so we'll, we'll, we'll look it up. And they said, well, is this the sweet shop, a Lego sweet shop set from the Friends collection? I said, correct, that is where, where Friends go to have sweets. And and I would say, you see, they have a pie there. I'd say, was this an ice cream shop and a bake shop? It's a sweet shop. And I'd say, candy too. And I, and they'd say, sure, if that's what you say, we'll sell all three. I said, great. Uh, because I was thinking uh, for my cake day, I wanted to share like a video of my father being a hero. And I posted it, I posted it before. Remember, we were on the, uh, the space station. But I'm sure a lot of you haven't seen it. And then I said, and then I said, I did it. And they said, you just erased uh, some sort of oxygenator program firmware with your video of your father being a hero. And then they said, what is he doing? And I said, he's teaching me how to blow a bubble with gum. And then that was the sound they made, nothing. And they said, is that your hero? And I said, yeah, he's my hero. Uh, teaching me how to blow gum. But you, you'll look out here to, if we, if we go down this alley, there's a blue house here. A frame house, well, blue roof, white walls, gray walls. It's the only house here. Because I said, well, there should be a house if I'm going to live here. That's what I said in my head when I was planning it. And then they said, you can't live here. And I said, well, why not? And then you, I already covered that. They got mad at me. And I said, well, geez. And I said, well, I guess you guys can't live there either because I does that. And they said, well, actually, our team is going to live there to observe their psychologists, our psychiatrists, our uh, hemophiliologists, our endocrinologists. And I said, in the house I designed, the A-frame house. And they said, yep. And I said, well, they have bunk beds. And they said, oh, we, we haven't decided that. We'll see. And I said, so they, I don't think they're in there. They might be observing us right now. Or they said, well, another thing they said, I forgot to warn you about this since it's beta. They said something about the off-gassing of plastic gas. Uninhabitable, I don't know, but I think we'll be fine. I said, well, these were, to, and they, they wouldn't answer me. I said, are, they, are we being shrunk down or are these giant toys? And I said, I would love to go to the factory where giant Legos are made. And they said, factories are boring. And I said, I would love to go to the factory where giant Legos are made. And they said, We've had, we have 45 industrial accidents a day without you visiting there. And then they said, okay, let's just move on. And over here, you're going to see this is, I call this a vehicle town. Because I couldn't, again, I'm working, there's an RV that's a Playmobil RV. You're going to notice you say, oh, my perspective is off. Some of the sizes are off. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe they are. Okay, so, yeah, we have the RV here. It's a yellow and blue RV. I think it's uh, dated from the seven Earth years, the 1970s. And then, then we have this off. This is a strange one. I said, who played with this? I mean, obviously, rich people have different tastes. Rich Northern Europeans... They say, well, I want to play with something Americansky, I think they would say. So they have this one. It's an off-road Jeep, but it's towing a horse trailer. And I always said I always said to myself, well, when I was at my friend's house, now his mom became a congresswoman, and then I think, uh, oh, no, that's my brother's friend, but she, uh, she, she, things didn't go well for her in Congress, but she, she, she liked to buy Playmobil play sets. And I said, well, what if if you're going off-roading and the horses are in the trailer, won't they bang their heads? And then I actually stayed. I think maybe this pushed her into becoming a congresswoman because I protested his play set. And I said, I protest this play set, a horse, plastic horse abuse. And they said, this is the last time you're welcome over here again. Call you, you know, Call your mother. And I said, geez, I just wonder, you know, don't go off. Why pretend, you know, you're bumping horses' heads? I just, but so I said, well, let's do it here. Uh, why do it here? But if you'll look inside the back, come with me. Come close, yeah. Well, you don't have to get too close because you do smell like hickory farms. 
but I still do have a crush on you. But you know, you do smell like Kish Kickery Farms. You'll see in there there's a quilted roof for the horses' heads, and the horses are plastic, and the, the vehicles don't move. So that's a guarantee of no no banged horse heads here. No banged horse heads here, or hereafter, heretofore. However, over here you're going to see another vehicle. Do you recognize that red sleigh? With eight tiny, eight regular sized reindeer, and you say, "Well, geez, I thought reindeer were brown." No, these reindeer are gray, and that's how they design them. And uh, you know, expensive toys are you know, and they say those are, and that's Santa's sleigh, and Santa's not in his sleigh, so I don't know where he's. Santa's supposed to be in the sleigh, and then. Uh, yeah, and there's some presents in there, and they 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 actually things in those presents. I'll tell you what's in there. In the square box is a soccer ball. In the uh, rectangular box is a little race car. And in that small square box is my heart. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that I wouldn't be able to talk to you if my heart was in there. Okay, and then over here, that is a now that's a Lego place. They say, geez, that looks a little smaller. It is smaller. That is a Lego playset. That is a uh, the king's chair. It's a stagecoach, but a royal stagecoach, I guess you'd say. And the king travels in that in luxury while his people, you know, live a life of barely getting by. Just, you know, just like, well, I don't know what it's like anymore because they say, well, you're not allowed to talk to anyone except for the person we've decided you talk to. And then over here, that's an ambulance, a Lego ambulance. That's the city collection, I think they called it. And if you open up, like, watch this door opens up here. The roof also opens up, which is cool. And then they have in there, now that man in there, he was in a bike accident. And there's two people which you could stage a bike accident. If you go around here, he crashed into a garbage can. And he crashed into that garbage can there. And it makes me think of that time. You know, I say, well, geez, we got to take care of this guy. Get him in the ambulance. He was in a bike accident. That's what I was saying when they were built. And they said, it's a playset. And I said, can I play with the life-size playset, please? And then they said, don't you, don't you remember the mission? We've told you it like 50 times. And I said, can you let me do my thing? Am I being observed by the psychiatrist and the psychologist and the doctors and the phlemologists? I need to save humanity. I need to do it my way, the, the, the way that makes no sense to anyone. The only way that worked once, maybe, because you guys said, well, all our data was lost when you crashed a computer. But your thing about tactile, necessity of tactile, and you said something about Maslow's something. So they said, okay, you can play with the playset for five minutes. So I said, well, and I helped get the guy. I said, can I carry one end of the stretcher with the playset? And there was a lot of sighing by the workers. They were doing a lot of sighing. I said, this is the best. I am a Lego man, a Lego paramedic man. But it reminds me of the time that Rangers of uh, Hockey subreddit members, they were donating like $20 for every goal scored by Dominic Moore. And they were donating to the Katie Moore Foundation, a foundation a foundation created in honor of his wife who died from liver cancer back way back in 2013. And I said, well, I'm just carrying a place that now I feel silly just pretending with the place that with that memory. And I and I said and I said, geez. And then some of the workers were thinking about all and then it was a sad moment. They said, Everybody go home. And they said, Please don't come back during the construction phase from now on when there's workers. You can come at night. Which it happens to be night, would you believe with this blue sky? It's the middle of the night right now and we're walking around. Now as we approach these next low slung uh, light brown buildings, a, a, a tone might be building in your head and it might be something like da 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 Do you know that? Oh, you don't want me whispering in your ear. 
Okay, well, that is the Cantina play set from Star Wars. The original Star Wars, which were 4, 5, and 6. And then we all know what happened. But it was not an important thing to cover what happened after. they, You know, they did the first three. And that was a middler. Plenty of middlers about that. But then they did... Uh, well, it doesn't matter. We, we don't need to talk about it. But this is a, there's a, a do-back there. That's a stormtrooper riding the do-back. And tucked away on this side is a land speeder. Again, something I would like to ride around in. But it doesn't have wheels. It has these strange discs on the bottom. So I said, uh, I said one day... I'm going to find a hill, and I'm going to take this to the top of it and push it down. Now, don't tell anybody that. I'm thinking about the A-frame house. If we could get the land speeder to the top of the A-frame house and balance it on the top and then let it slide down, that would be fun. And there's Luke. There's Obi-Wan there. They're inside the cantina. That's Greedo's in there. And they say people say, Han shot first. And I would say, well, I'm sorry, I don't, who? Because Han doesn't come with this place that I think he costs extra. But Greedo must be happy because he said, well, geez, I've been resurrected as a piece of plastic. That's great. And that's it. No R2 or C-3PO here to see. But there is the band. And then you'd say, are you going to make another noise? And I'd say, da 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 would you like to dance with me? Or do you prefer music with a blue elephant man playing music? Because I like these guys with, like, straight out of the book communion. And would you believe how long has humanity been in space and we haven't met any aliens yet? Oh, you're laughing now. Why are you laughing? Oh, am I an alien? Uh, in some sense, we're all alien to space, so you're, you're brilliant. Oh, no, my alien to humanity? Maybe. I, sometimes I do feel a bit alien. Uh, you know, I guess, and that brings up the whole question, what is psychology's place in modern science? And I think the psychologists would say, well, they did say it to me. They said, well, with all the destruction, you know, you did in the, in, on Earth... And then in in in, uh, in space, the first space station, and I would say alleged, and they'd say no, it's been proven, and I would say I said proven to be accidental. So they said, yeah, we can't prove there is no more modern science. And I'd say, well, obviously that's not true because we're building these giant placements or shrinking people down. So sometimes they just yell stuff at me, and they say. You started it. And then I say, I forget, all of the world is just people that were, weren't at work the day the computer sucked everyone into that uh, biker Twin Peaks battle. You know, when they said, oh, Anne Rand's dream come true or something. I said, what? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like an unorthodox soccer ending which would be like a lot of goals scored. You know, sometimes that happens. And you'd say, I'm sorry, maybe it's unorthodox soccer defending. And I would say, I remember doing that, saying, boring is good. And I'd say, it's not boring, and I love it. But, you know, let's not get distracted, because then I'm working close to my favorite part of uh, uh, play walking land, walking, walking play town. No, neither one of those works for you. Like up here we have, this is called Ambush Alley. And if we were in the king's uh, uh, thingamajig, the king's stagecoach, that's not what they called it back then, but we'd be encountering an ambush here. You see that spider net. It's not a spider net. There's a soldier hiding in there. And then there's another one next to this tree has a giant hammer that would drop on, I don't know, the king, probably one of the king's minions or the, one of the wheels of the, uh, the king's stagecoach. But I'd say, you know, guys, let's make peace, you know. But then they say, well, they're Lego crew. They don't have ears. I'd say, well, I guess not, but whatever. 
could say if only Lego and Playmobil had made peace, you know, what would the world world be like? And they'd say they were banned from making peace because that would be non-competitive. And I would say, what is, why were Legos more affordable than Playmobil? Uh, answer me that. And I'd say, oh, oh, sorry, I'm going off on you. I'm, I'm, excuse me. Uh, believe it or not, coming up here is a giant tree. And you say, geez, that's a little bit different shade than this uh, ambush alley here. But it's uh, that's a tree house. That's also from the Friends collection. I think that's Doreen up there. And she has a cat. Uh, I think the cat's name is Bernie. Same name as the baby cam. Hi, Doreen. She's up there. She has binoculars. Again, I had not allowed up there. I said, what about me? What about me living in the tree house? You know, you won't let me live in the A-frame house. And I could live in the tree house. And they said, well, no, you'd be exposed to the elements. And I said, you guys are, wait a second, this is a, and then I said, I get it, I can take a hint. I, I get it, I, I can take a hint. You don't, you, you're afraid I'd jump out of the treehouse. Well, thank you for, for caring about me. But you'll notice some nice details on this treehouse. There's little ladybugs, those little red spots. Some are flowers, some are ladybugs. And if you look at Bernie the cat, there is a bow in Bernie the cat's... Oh, no. Where's Bernie the cat's bow? Okay, I'll write that down. Right now, we only have two problems. A crab in the desert and Bernie the cat is missing its bow. And I don't know if Bernie is a... You know, Bernie, they say, oh, it's a guy. Don't assume people's... uh, Don't assume people, you know, who they are. Say, well, she's Bernadette the cat, okay? And I know for a fact it is Bernadette the cat. So it's Bernie the cat, lady cat. And But coming up here, speaking of uh, lookouts, this is a giant, look at this. This is a giant pirate tower. Up there, that's not, up there, that's a, uh, what do you call that? It's a, a spotlight and then on these behind these giant double doors here, this gray, this has got parapets and chains to swing on that break when you swing on them. And they have a giant cannon in here. Now, I already know what they're going to be doing here. They said inside this giant cannon, they're going to make cotton candy. And I said, I wish I thought of that. That is brilliant. I would like to meet the person who thought of it. And they said it was you. That you uh, uh, submitted a questionnaire wanting cotton candy and saying that's the one thing you miss from your life on earth. And I can tell you that not only is it, it's working. I said, can you turn it on for this? Really? You're laughing so much. And sm- you do have a beautiful smile. And you might say, uh, what cotton candy do they have? I w- w- I'd say, what is your favorite kind? Was it blue and pink mixed together with a general sugar flavor? They tell you it's raspberry and strawberry, but it's really just a sugar flavor. Yeah, that's that's the flavor they have in there. Go ahead and help yourself. Here's a paper stick. Oh, no, don't get me any. Oh, you're going to let me... That is intimate. I can bite off of your cotton candy. Oh, boy. I feel like a pirate on a tower with a uh, cannon full of cotton candy. Uh, so you'll see this is a tower. It's got three levels, and, you know, up there, that's where the spotlight is. Now, this tower is going to be part of a show, so you'll get your cotton candy. You'll step back here to the safety zone. And then over there, that thing launches something. I think they said, well, we're going to launch uh, T-shirts or something. But the castle will experience an earthquake and collapse, and then they'll rebuild it. You can't see, but way up in the sky there are ropes that will come down and rebuild the castle. And this was from the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, or, or as a little child said to me, Pirates of the Carabiner. And then the child would say, Oi, my keys. And I'd say, It's a hoy mateys. And they'd say, Yeah, hoy my keys. I'd say, I think my grandfather used to say that when he would lose his keys. But he never called himself the Pirate of the Carabiner. But if he had been the Pirate of the Carabiner, he wouldn't have lost his keys. 
because they would have been on a carabiner. He could have put them on his belt. And I said, from the mouth of babes, they're just so bright, those children. But yeah, so this is, so then there'll be the pirate show. And that's kind of like help you wind your day down. They'll be shooting out the T-shirts. There's the Johnny Depp character there. That is some other character from the movies. Most of the other characters, I said, well, that's not Johnny Depp. And then they said, well, this isn't Johnny Depp either. They didn't have the rights to put his face on a Lego character. And I said, well, jeez, don't you guys, you're in a playland. Use your imagination. And then some scientist said, well, I did last night. And I said, oh, wow, that's weird. With a Lego man. And then I said, I said, okay, well, don't put those ideas in my hand. And then I, and I thought of, no, never mind, it's terrible stuff. You're laughing, though. Is that sugar from the cotton candy going to your head? That's so nice of you. So that's the pirate. That's the pirate town pirate show. And then next up is the uh, pet shop. And you might say, "Wow, that's weird. Are they selling the pets?" Well, they're selling toys that look like pets to take back, and they'd say. Uh, but they're like they said they're going to have like uh, those what were those robo pets you had on your keychain, the Machuchis or something they had, and you got to take care of them so that you pet the pets and then. The, I said, well, why didn't you make them furry? Because it's easier to pet something furry than something, uh, you know, plastic. And I'd say, that's a, and they say, you told us to make, these are the play sets you told us to build. And I said, uh, you did not tell me, you know, to add accessory packs. And I said, well, tactile. So they said, we'll make some furry animals. And I said, plush toys. You'll make plush toys is what you'll make to snuggle with. If you want, if you want to save humanity, but that's just me—the man you hired to partially add to a possible solution that you said is costing way too much to save humanity. So that's you know that's me. And then you say, "Well, I want to see one more entertaining thing before I go, or if I'm waiting in line for my my exit to my for my walk, you could walk around this year. It is a penguin performance area." where they will have a, a, a plastic penguin performance, uh, possibly, uh, pending preparation of the plastic penguins. You say that fast, but you just you still are eating that cotton candy. Do you mind if I have one more bite? Do you mind if we both bite the cotton candy at the same time and then kiss? Okay, well, yeah, we're not at that stage yet, so that's fine. Um, so that'll be the Penguin Show. And the nice thing about the Penguin Show is if you can't make it a pirate show or you say, well, you know, I want to be the first out of here when the, uh, you know, walk. And I say, well, you're walking. It's not, uh, you should always be almost in motion. Like a mall walker in a place at mall, you know, beta. So I said, well, she said, I'd probably make some changes with that crab in the desert. What was the other thing? I forgot what I wrote. And then you say, next up, you say, well, what if things are really going well? I've got someone, I'm, I'm eating cotton candy. I'm saying, wow, I could see the sparkles of the candy on your lips. is lovely. I would say, I'd say, well, geez, what if we share a song here at the star stage? This is the star stage. These are Lego friends, the Lego friend collection here. These are the Lego friends here. They perform. But instead of having performances, you get to perform. So they say, well, we'll move the characters out. You can pretend to play the keyboards. We can do karaoke. Now, I think that right now there's only one song. and I don't know the song. It's the Jefferson Airplane song, White Rabbit, which is some sort of uh, psychedelic classic rock. I don't know. I said, I don't know any songs like the White Album, the Beatles. I know that kind of. White Room. With no curtains, I know that one. But we could one day, you know, we'll come to the star stage and we'll perform. Uh, one one day we'll, we'll but, but, but that, that's the star stage for you know, and that maybe it'll rekindle. That, so that's the general plan here of the uh, play walking land to restore tactile functioning in humanity. And you might be having questions like, well, what about people? You know, is this just a spur? some sort of patriarchal return 
to a nuclear family situation. They say, no, 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 all of humanity's lost its uh, mojo. Whatever people's, whoever people love, that, 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 that passion has been sapped from us. So it's just not about making babies. It's about making sweet love. And something, and they said, well, maybe it's not the tactile. I said, it is tactile. Sex, love is a tactile thing, like eating cotton candy with your tongue, licking it into your mouth. is a very sexual thing. It's so sad. But but, 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 I'm sorry, I'm I'm lightheaded. Must be the plastic gas. Uh, But I say, you know, it doesn't matter. If people are going to have babies or be making babies, first we have to start making sweet love. You're looking at me different than I've um, ever ever seen you look at me in all our mall walking. You've never given me that look, and it makes me feel safe and aroused a bit. But but is it a kid? Well, I'm going to tell you a little secret. That I, I, I said, I'm going to whisper it to you, but not too close to me. Oh, you want me to whisper it close to you? Well, I've decided to live in the ambulance. Because when I was carrying the man in the ambulance, I created a, a hollowed out play, 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 like a, a play Lego man. So I'm going to sleep inside the Lego man. What did you say? Oh boy, that is a wow! That is a come on. Yeah, we could move the Lego there. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a we could push the Lego man out, and there is a uh, what do you call that thing? A uh, gurney. And I did I I put up a bed. Wait, did you just say naked in a bed inside the uh, cannon with all the uh, cotton candy? Wow, there is hope for a human. If this is really happening, maybe I'm in a dream. Are you serious? You are. I can tell. Well, just, wow. I haven't seen a, a human skin, that, that part of the human body. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I'll join you. Or we could relocate the... Okay, I'll just climb right in. I'm going to... So, they, one second, because I was recording this. I forgot to tell you for the... Uh, Oh, jeez. Wow. Okay. Is that the nape of your neck? I've never... Oh, that cotton candy is... And you, you don't, I was kidding. Now you don't smell like Hickory Farms at all. You smell like... Uh, oh, boy. Okay, so um, that's it for the uh, virtual walking tour. Ending here at the star stage. And... Uh, oh, boy. Is that... Is, is that oh like okay wow okay so this is a cotton candy goodness making a restart for humanity by making sweet love and, and what, what sweeter way to make love than inside of a I don't know are you worried you're, you're really crammed in there are you saying there's room for two oh boy yeah because I'm saying well if we're making do you use heat well, we're gonna make it. Okay, so that's the end of our tour. Thank you, and hopefully this is the restart of humanity. One uh, one piece of cotton candy at a time, making sweet love in a play set made to re, 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 reinvigorate humanity's need for tactile sensations against, you know, across time and space. This is a need we've had since the beginning. Okay, I got to go. Goodbye. I'm gonna get in here. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, I go. Okay, and that is the. Uh, and oh, and and then we can fall right asleep in this bed of cotton candy. You think it'll? Oh, just stop talking. Oh, it's cotton candy, my. And that is the end of my tale, of walking to walking, in a playland, where we the end.